everyone. Um, you're listening to a special Nerds at the Cool Table bonus episode. Um, on this episode, Jason sits down with current UFC champ Daniel Cormier, uh, and they just chop it up about a variety of things. Uh, who's the equivalent of the Avengers in the UFC? Uh, who's Daniel Cormier's favorite superhero? A little bit of WWF, WWE talk, uh, a lot of old school stuff. And they get into a little bit of sports video game trash talking. And um, surprisingly, a very, very in-depth and very thought-provoking Game of Thrones conversation towards the end. So please stay tuned and keep listening. Yeah, that's right. That's why you busted your hand yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. It's all messed up, man. Look at that. Things are crooked. Ooh. That's what happens when you put people down. <laughs> so... DC's been a supporter of uh, our podcast, and also, I don't know if you guys know that he's also kind of a nerd. You know, he's into <laughs> wrestling, video games, you know, eccentric, things like, things that we're into. So, I wanted to kick it off and, and ask you, like, if, who are the Avengers of the UFC? Okay, let's see. Captain America, are we talking, are we talking current UFC or UFC all time. Let's go UFC all time. That's fun. Captain America. One guy already had the name. Randy Couture. Yeah. Randy Couture is Captain America. Point blank. Uh, Hawkeye. Sniper. Conor McGregor. Yeah. Okay. It's Conor with the hands. He's a sniper. Right? Puts everybody out. He's a sniper. Black Widow. Ioanni on Jacek. Right? Just nasty. Yeah. You know, can fight with anyone. Hand-to-hand combat on point. Iron Man, Tony Stark, the brains, the guy that kind of runs the show, the leader. Uh, let's see. You know, that's kind of a tougher one. That You know, the rest of them kind of came easy. Who is the leader? Who's the guy, the brains, that kind of gets the whole thing started? I guess that would have to be Dana White. Okay. You know, got to be the boss. You know, the yeah. boss is the one that... that uh, the boss is the one that kind of gets it all started. And uh, Hulk, for a while we thought Francis Ngannou was Hulk, yeah. right? He was just decapitating everybody, killing everybody. But um, if I had to pick one person as the Hulk, just a massive, big, strong, tough, I guess Cain Velasquez. Okay. I think Cain Velasquez would be the Hulk. Just want to smash everybody. Yeah. Khabib Nurmagomedov could be the Hulk. Like, those guys just want to smash people. Yeah. And I like I like, I like like the Cain thing because you wouldn't like to see him when he's angry because he's like no, a no, really no. chill guy. He's a and nice, like, cool guy. But when he gets mad. Yeah. You can yeah. already tell. Yes. I can tell by y'all videos at AKA, which I'm never going to come to because y'all play too much. Why? Put shit on everybody. Come on, man. You don't want to come? <laughs> You can spar a little bit. We'll take care of you. I'm just going to hang out. You got all small, too, now. That's why exactly why I'm not <laughs> doing anything. <laughs> you know what's the problem? is like you've lost weight and you get Luke Rockhold. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a very good positive, right? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Luke's as tough as they come. That's true. That's true. Who else do we have? We have, oh, yeah, Thor. Oh, yeah, Thor. I forgot Thor. Damn. The mighty Thor. Uh, the mighty Thor. You know... If I had to, one more, going back to Captain America, if I chose one more guy that could be Captain America, Chris Weidman would also fit the bill. Right on. Chris Weidman would fit the bill. Thor, the mighty Thor, 155, 170. To me, he sounds like a middleweight, 
which is one of Robert Whitaker. Oh, okay. Robert Whitaker. Right I think on. Robert Whitaker could be more like Thor, you know? Okay. I like that. Funny, kind of laid back, sense of humor is. It's a different sense of humor. Robert yeah. Whitaker's a funny guy, but it won't just pop off at you. Like me, I'm loud, I'm boisterous, I'm trying to make you laugh. Yeah. Whitaker will make you laugh when you don't even know that he's telling a joke. And I think that's what I saw most in Thor Ragnarok. I was like, wow, this is a really funny movie. Yeah. When you didn't really expect it to be as funny as it was. So, yeah. Yeah, I think Robert Whitaker. Okay. That's a solid, that's a solid, I agree with your Avengers. I would have, I think my Thor, I was trying to think about it. Fuck. It was, uh, what's his name? Tell me what you Actually, actually, my Hulk was, was Shane Carwin. Oh, fuck. I forgot about Shane Carwin. Yeah. I forgot you see, I forgot about that, right? Yeah. The, the era of the massive super heavyweight, yeah. right? When it was Lesnar and Carwin yeah. and all over him, and those guys all had to be real big. Yeah, I forgot about that dude, Shane Carwin. Yeah, he would he would fit Hulk. Real yeah. Big. But I, I do like your picks. So that's funny, you called you said that Dana was more like Iron Man. Mm-hmm. But if you had to choose between two characters in the MCU who Dana would be, we thought what is who is he more like? Is he more like Nick Fury or is he more like Thanos? Where he snaps and basically is a <laughs> You see, so with Thanos, it's like So here here's the thing about Thanos, right? And uh Nick Fury, Dana would be like Nick Fury, puts it all together, I get it. Yeah. Thanos, because at the end of the day, if Dana goes, You're gone, you're gone. That's just how it works, right? But is he really a bad guy? That's the one thing about the MCU, right, that they've been doing a little bit, is they're starting to let you understand the logic behind why these guys are acting like they are. Yeah. Before, it was just like, the guy was just bad for the sake of being bad. Yeah, Like, yeah, there was yeah. no reason to as to why. Uh, right, so in, in, uh, in uh, Green Goblin, or when Green Goblin and Spider-Man, yeah. his dad died, so he became like this evil guy, right? Yeah. But the reality is... His dad was kind of a bad guy. Yeah. So he was mad, even though his dad was a bad guy. With, uh, lately, with, with, with Thanos, you understand now that he's like, I just want to save half the people in the world. We yeah. can't all be saved. Yeah. So we have to wipe out some yeah. to save the greater good so that we can continue. Yeah. Right? Essentially, I have to eliminate some people so that the world can continue. Yeah. Right? So you kind of get, I mean, I'm not, by no means am I saying he's a good guy. <laughs> yeah. But, but I understood it. You understand? I understood. And then uh, even Killmonger, right? It's mm-hmm. like, is he really a bad guy when yeah. all he wants to do is help the world? Essentially, people in need. Yeah. So it's like they're kind of doing a better job now of making us understand the villain. And I find myself not sympathizing with the villain, but like kind of going, is this guy really all that bad? Even my son, little Daniel, goes, I go, Killmonger's a bad guy, right? Poppy goes, he's like kind of bad. Yeah. He goes, but he's not all the way bad. But that's all, he doesn't understand why. But he does understand that this dude's not all the way bad. Yeah. There's yeah. a reason why he's acting like this. A seven-year-old can get it. Yeah. And I think that goes to show that the uh, the way the uh, the the universe is, has has uh, evolved to this point that anybody can understand that there's a much bigger meaning behind everything that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Next question for you is um, you're you're at the tail end of a historic career UFC mm-hmm. Hall of Fame um, we kind of forecasting what's next for you since you're in this genre you know what you're doing 
What superhero or supervillain do you see yourself playing in either the DCEU or the MCU? If you had a, you know, if you had a preference. If I had a preference, who would I play? Man. You know who they should do? You know what we should do? We should completely switch it up and make me Gambit. Oh, you want right? to from Louisiana, Louisiana. right? Yeah. And I could I could speak in my my Cajun yep. accent and throw cards. Yeah. Gambit was a cool character. Hell yeah, Gambit was my Gambit favorite. Gambit was a really cool character. Yep. And I'm just waiting for the day that they bring him into uh, into some of the stories. Yeah. It's very, I'm very interested to see how with uh, the acquisition of Fox going to, to Disney and everything, mm-hmm. how are they going to incorporate all these characters together? Yeah. I'm excited about seeing that. Yeah, see? Told y'all he knows his shit. <laughs> <laughs> But me and my buddy Yusef, who's on the podcast, that's our favorite character is Gambit. Yeah, Gambit's so, man. Like he was always so cool. He like, was always he, cool, right? And it was like, and for for us, it was different, right? He just sounded normal. Yeah. But yeah. for everyone else, they were like in his voice, his accent, and then yeah. you start listening to it as you get older, and you're like, they really did put a lot onto his uh, his Cajun accent. That's dope. That's dope. Okay, so Gambit. All right. So now we want to go into back into you know what you normally do. Um, after you beat Stipe, you called out Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. and he came in and pushed you. So, I mean, if I if I can speak candidly, I think you're gonna just dust him off. Sorry, I Brock. So. Sorry, boss. <laughs> but uh, history has shown that this man's just different in the cage. So in the octagon. So, how do you see yourself? How do you see that playing out? It, it's good, you know. So when I was in the octagon before, generally since I'm the champion. I will uh, be in the octagon second. Yeah. But this time that I was challenging Stipe, he was in there. He came second. So I was in there waiting. And as I'm waiting, I can see through the octagon fence, there's Brock Lesnar standing by, by Dana. Yeah. But he's standing up smirking at me. He's looking at me like, and I'm like, well, Brock Lesnar doesn't show up anywhere unless he's looking for a fight. Yeah. Right? He goes to the wrestling when it's time to fight. He comes to the UFC when it's time to fight. Yeah. So I was like, well, obviously he's looking for a fight, so... I uh, I saw him and then one, I made a mental note because obviously I had something very important that was about to start. Yeah. And I was like, but if I get through this, I'm going to tell his ass, get in here and try to get a fight. You came for a fight, I'll give you one. Yeah. And then he pushes me. But um, in terms of matchups, I mean, he's big, he's strong. He'll, buy, he'll be by far the biggest guy I've ever competed with. He's an athletic freak and uh, he's, he's so powerful. I hope I dust him, as you say. Yeah. But it's going to be a good fight. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. That's probably going to be January once he gets out of the USADA testing pool. Mm-hmm. Should never be in that anyways. <laughs> but uh, do you think you think you could, after this, you think you would want to cross over to WWE, maybe start like a rivalry, a storyline rivalry, and like tag team up with like Ronda maybe, or just kind of... I would like to do WWE. I would like to do WWE in the build-up to our fight if he's still the champion. Why not? Yeah. Why not be building this thing across both platforms? Yeah, 100%. Right? The issue is, if I went to the WWE, I still wouldn't let him beat me. And that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's amazing. That's this competitive spirit through and through. And that's exactly what this dude is. This dude hates losing anything. That's why we haven't played Madden. So, to that, you, you've been running around for years. I work here every single week. Guys, all right, I don't want to put him on blast. But this guy's been telling me for years that he could beat me in Madden. I brought my Xbox to the hotel oh, to play him. On the one time that I got him on the 
Jason comes over and leaves the HDMI cable. The only thing he has to bring for the whole thing was an HDMI cable. Yeah. And you left it. Yeah, I forgot it. But I, was, so I left it in the Uber. He had no intention of ever playing me because he knows he can't beat me. <laughs> Look, I love your commitment to your lies. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I love your commitments to your lies, but you know you can't beat me in that. You guys You're heard afraid of me. This poor guy, man. This dude's afraid of me to I, play. I hope that we're still friends after I put 42 You'll up on You'll never beat me. He, he, gets, he gets the confidence from beating up on Rashad. <laughs> he gets all this confidence from beating on Rashad. Rashad is no good. <laughs> He's no, constantly beating on Rashad. I yeah, Rashad plays talent, only man. when he comes to, to L.A. I beat top talent. The man. only time Rashad plays is when he plays against you. Uh, that's true. But, I mean, I, oh that, was, it was, that was just for fun because we had nothing oh, better. Oh, man. It's, 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 it's unimaginable. Everybody that knows, y'all know I'm the king of the sticks. Okay. But we'll, we'll see. We shall see. We'll, we'll, have to put something, we'll have to put something up on the line. I guess I'll, I'll have to. Uh, I'm going to whip you, man. We'll have to put a nice little wager on it. You, and okay. you, you say you're, you're good at 2K, right? I'm the best at 2K. Oh, okay. If you're good at Madden, I am the I am the master at 2K. Okay. All right, that's fine. You know what? I, I'll call it now. I will play this man with Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns. No way. Come on. Now you're being disrespectful. Baker Mayfield and Josh Gordon. All I need is a terrible twosome. That's there all I need. 22 men on the football field. You're telling me you're going to beat me with two of them. That's how I beat everybody. I beat everybody with a myriad of three players. Uh, two, two offensive players and one defensive player. It's unbelievable. I'm gonna, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I've been that. I've been that good. Again, again, this is all based on him beating Rashad and everyone else. Everyone else I play. He beats just Rashad. <laughs> so, back to wrestling. Who was your favorite wrestler of your favorite wrestling moment of all time? Not even your favorite wrestler. That was the favorite moment. My favorite moment of all time. My favorite wrestler of all time was the Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah, bro. 1,000%. Like, that was my favorite. I was so sad when he passed. I was really kind of sad, like, when he even went to WCW because he got so bulky. Yeah. Like, he was always kind of a smaller guy that could yeah. move, and I liked him then. But um, favorite moment would have been um, he beat Ric Flair for the heavyweight championship. Yeah. And that, 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 was, uh, that was big for me because... I never knew if he would be the champ because it was always Hulk Hogan. Always, always Hulk Hogan. Yeah. And you looked like you were a Hulkamaniac, too. I know you Ultimate were. Warrior. I did not like Hulk Hogan at all, man. And yeah. He was always the champ, but I liked the Macho Man. I love when the Macho Man became champ. Yeah. That was real exciting. Yeah. And then when him and Elizabeth got married. Yeah, Mrs. Mother was about to cry. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's sad. It was so sad. Like, yeah. oh, my God. Why was I so happy for these people? You know, you're so invested in these characters. Uh, as a kid, it was, it was crazy. Yeah, I, my favorite moment was uh, the uh, the birth of the NWO in the backstage oh. when, they, when they threw Rey Mysterio into the trailer. Oh, like he was man. a little long dart. It threw him bad. That's just, I, was like, I used to like. <laughs> hey, I used to like when Sting would come from the rafters too. Ooh, that's the shit. When he turned into the crow, that's the shit. I was like, yo, that was such a dope character arc. That that that, that character. It was like he lost his mind. Yeah. It's like he lost his mind because they were running roughshod over the WCW. Yep. It was crazy, man. It was one of the best things ever. Yeah. The, the WCW storylines and the Attitude Era. Right really now, it's changing. bad. The yeah. product is not so good right now, man. Yeah. It's very sad, too, because it's something that's kind of lasted forever, and right now, it's, it's just bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel that. I, I haven't kept that. I only know, like... Kenny Omega, some dudes from like New Japan. So I yeah. kind of regressed and went back to like yeah. 
bare bones because some of the stuff, some of the guys, it just don't doesn't play well for me. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't work. But um, who would have been from wrestling? Who would have been the best in the UFC? Like a rest, like a wrestler. Man, you know, it. you know. I mean, I think the guy is Brock. Brock is the best, but I think Kurt Angle would have did well yeah. with his wrestling background. You know, Olympic champion, NCAA champ. Kurt would have did well. Brock obviously did really well. Um, but then sometimes it just doesn't click, you know? Like, yeah. I think Bobby Lashley is like 17 and 2. Oh, yeah. But for a yeah. guy that's that big, you yeah. would think that he would have dominated the sport, you know? Yeah. But sometimes it just doesn't click, you know? And I think Brock and Kurt would have been the only two that could be really, really good at it. I think um, uh, Roman Reigns is a football player, oh, big yeah. athletic kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he might he might have been okay. Um, at fighting with training them because yeah, yeah. just because your football player doesn't equate to good fighting. I've yeah, had true. I've trained with some football players. Yeah, we're the worst. And then, yeah, <laughs> sometimes they're not because because you're so used to pads and hitting. When you start getting punched in the face, it just seems a little bit so off that they don't respond that well. Yeah, you know, you guys don't respond that well to getting hit in the face. So. No, but it's kind of something you have to uh, adapt to. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can personally attest that we're not super good fighters then. you guys don't like to get in the face no 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 we like you to wear a face shield exactly well we hit you with the crown of the helmet all day like shoulders whatever throw our body at you but don't hit us in the face that's, <laughs> that's not our thing so then um all right let's see you say you're good in madden allegedly uh 2k what other games are you good at you have something that nobody would ever know that you're good at yeah MLB 18. Oh, the show. I'm the king of the show. Oh, okay. The show. I'm the king of the show. The other day I was playing the show in Vegas. I knew it would be a good week because my cousin Terry, you know Terry? Yeah, T Terry shows up on T shows up on Thursday. And I've been beating T in baseball games and stuff since we were kids. RBI baseball, right? T finds a way to lose to me. And he hates to lose. <laughs> he hates to lose to me because I never let him live it down. So the other day me and T are playing the show. And, uh... It just so happens that he actually likes the Dodgers. And they're so good on the game because the Dodgers are really good right now. Yeah. And uh, first in it, T hits a home run. Bang. He's winning the whole game. Bottom of the, the eighth, he gives me a pitch right up the middle somehow. I hit a home run to make it 1-1. We go to the ninth inning. It's 1-1, bottom of the ninth. And uh, the first pitch, there's pressure now. So T starts to get nervous. Yeah. First pitch out to shoot. He, well, his pitcher gave up that home run, so he took him out. Next, <laughs> he took him out. Don't give that he man a second chance. He didn't warm the guy up. Just took him so out. The guy, yeah, so he didn't warm the guy up. The guy first pitch throws, hits my batter. The, that guy gets ejected. <laughs> so now I got a guy on first, bottom of the ninth, no outs. So I'm like, okay, time to play some situational baseball. I bunt. T panics. Throws the ball to third base. <laughs> I got a man on first and second. No outs. So I'm like, oh, shit, he, he's nervous. Yeah. So I bunt again. I bunt again. He doesn't, he throws it home or something. So now I got bases loaded, no outs, bottom of the ninth. So I'm like, if I just hit the ball into the outfield, I'm going to get, my guy's going to tag up in school. So I hit the ball. It goes right up to second base, right? Yeah. Terry backs up. I mean, he has made routine fly catch after everyone. He backs up, misjudges the ball in the air. His guy started spinning in the circle. The ball falls right behind him, and I win the game. He always finds a way to let me beat him. I don't know what is wrong with him. And he was so mad. But this dude pitched a perfect game. 
That's hilarious. Clayton Kershaw, is that the pitcher from yeah. the Dodgers? Yeah, yeah, Kershaw. Pitched a beautiful game, man. One run through eight innings. And T just blew it. He just blew it in the field. Come on, Terry. That's what you're going to do, though. Terry, you can't let hey, him beat you, man. <laughs> that's what you're going to do, too, though. And what? No, no. And everything. It's not going to happen, man. You're going to be playing so good, and you're going to think you got a chance. And then when the pressure starts, and hey, in the in the moments of pressure is when I get better. And that's when you're going to be like, oh, my God, I'm about to beat him. I'm about to beat him. And you're going to blow it. Unshakable. That's what's going to happen. Unshakable. Okay. We'll Unshakable. See. Again, we'll man. See. Cleveland Browns, Baker Mayfield. We'll see. And I, and I call my shots. All right. I'll tell you what plays I'm going to use the most, too. It's four verticals. It's out of trips, shotgun. It's four verticals because when I drag the tight end, it makes you it makes you think. But then I can also leak the back. I'll tell you how I do it, too. It's almost like I work at Tiburon. It's like I work at EA. That's how good I am. Boy, you are just so cocky. <laughs> I can't wait to smack you. You're arrogant. I know why you're going to use that play, too. I know why you're going to use that play. What do you think? It opens up the run game? Mm-mm. Because you figure you imagine I'm be playing a zone defense. Everybody, you eventually have to go. I will not play zone. Yeah. That's why. That's why. Because guess what? I use that play because everybody plays zone. And you know who comes open? Tight end comes open, or it's not. It's that second receiver. Yep. It's not the one on the four yeah. outside. That Never it's not outside. that one. It's the third one. Is the, the tight end comes like this? Yeah. The guy that goes right up the middle. He falls right between the safety and the uh, the DB. Yeah. You think I'm stupid? I, no, no, no. I know I that know game. I know your game because I, I use that same play. I got more of that. And I just keep talking to our kid. I'm beating guys going. You better get out of that zone because I'll run that play over and over again. And then when they and when they take the safety over to try to cover that guy, tight end's wide open over the middle. Let me tell you something. I kind of like that you know that a little bit. It ain't gonna be enough though. You, you, you have to because there's no way you're stopping Alvin Kamara. And boy, Michael Thomas oh, has to be Michael Thomas has to be the best receiver on that game. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and Drew Brees is the greatest quarterback of all time. He's so accurate. He's so composed. Just get him, Drew. Get him, Drew. I, I don't run out of the pocket. Oh, okay. Oh, I just stayed there. That the pocket just kind of, you know, just come yeah. On. Boys, if you give me a good pocket, I'm gonna eat him up all day. You know who I'm I normally use, use. I'm usually 21 for 26, 25, 240 yards. Because yeah, I'm still running that bitch for a good 110. I know Kamara hitting you for a good 115 on the ground. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I well, know. Especially if you play the Browns. Yeah. I'm running right at Miles Garrett. I don't want to do that to you. I don't want to do that to you. right at Miles Garrett. I don't want to do that to you. Remember what happened? Playoffs. I don't want to do that to you, the Vikings. Come on, man. You can play. Oh, oh, I hate you. I actually hate you. I, can't. I hate you. I was supposed to fight that weekend. I was the first person on his line when the hey, state I saw that picture and I was like, yo. Dude, it was bad. Because, you know, we, uh, we had a suitcase. Me and my family, my wife and my two kids. We were going straight from Boston down to Philly. Yeah, we had our jerseys, we had our cold weather gear. We were going straight. To, we were going straight to Philly. Yeah, and uh, man, I thought we had it, and it was bad, man, because I, I about broke my hand because I hit, oh my kid, I hit my foot, and then my son started crying oh, because we were watching the game. Yeah, in Boston, in the hotel, and uh, it happened. And like, oh, he goes, two plays, Dad, two plays, right? Like yeah, said, and then when the kids go, he goes, what? He looked back at me. He's like, "What?" And but I couldn't help him because I was throwing a bitch fit. I kicked the fucking chair. You gotta be fucking kidding. Then I'm on the floor like a kid throwing the temper tantrum. Like I'm about to cry. I almost cried, dog. But then I had to get myself together because my son had left the room. He had went to meet his mom. 
the dude was crying. Oh, he was over it too. I had to get, ga- I had to gather myself to go check on my boy, man, because oh, they wanted to go to Philly. We thought we were going to win the Super Bowl, man. Yeah, y'all would have. I wish, I wish, because Damn. Minnesota clearly didn't show up when Damn. when it was time to. Dude, we we. We'll see I can't, again, I can't believe you brought that horrible memory back. And then I pick up my phone. As soon as I'm trying to c- c- calm myself down, as soon as I'm trying to calm myself down, I pick up my phone and see one of the absolute worst pictures I've ever seen in my entire life. As soon as I'm trying to control myself, I'm trying to pick myself off the ground, trying to come back. I get up and I see one of the absolute worst pictures I've ever seen in my entire life, man. I was just getting. I was just getting better, man. I was I was on my high horse. You really were. I can't believe you're such a horrible winner. Oh, That's yeah, I'm a it. sore winner. 100%, man. I'm the worst winner there is. That's why people want to beat me all the time. That's why I have to have to sharpen my irons. I have to. I wake up. And sometimes I have to get myself together. I see this shit. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? This is what I have to pick my phone up to. Like, you gotta be kidding me, dude. <laughs> and the, the 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 text said, it said, uh, he said, uh, you said, uh, initially you said, send me a picture when if you guys win. Yeah. And he said, uh, the after the game, good evening, brother. Hell of a game. I said, fuck you. <laughs> it was very stolen. It was very. I said, fuck you. Yeah. I was trying to be apologetic. He's, what an asshole, man. I'm looking forward to next season. We'll see y'all again. We're going to smash y'all this time. So, we got uh, the best team in the league next year. think so. Easily. You think so? Some of the boys were at the fight last weekend. Cam Jordan, Mark Ingram. They all man, come Mark to watch Ingram, the fights. Yeah. He's Cam Jordan. He's gigantic, Ooh, He's the man. man. He's the best. Huge. He's the best. So before we um, get out of here, though, um, Next week is Comic Con. It's huge for us. It's like, have you ever been to like Comic Con? Never been. E3s? You ever? No, nope. never been. Only only convention I went to was uh, Sneaker Con. Why haven't you been to Comic Con? You're in this. I wish to go. Yeah, I need to go. Comic Con to San Diego. Yeah, Comic Con. I've been wanting to go to San Diego for a while. Maybe I'll make it down there. Well, yeah. Okay. So it's, uh, it's next week, but um, I wanted to see um. Game of Thrones is getting mm-hmm. ready to end, and you're a huge Game of Thrones guy. So DC's um, got to Game of Thrones maybe like a year ago. Was yeah, like I mean, you, you were like, dude, get into it, get into yep. it. And I was like, ah, I don't know, man, it's kind of boring. And you were like, if you get past the first few, you're gonna be hooked. That's it. Once I got through the first few episodes, it was over. Yeah. Me and my wife. It was after I had lost to Jones the second time, so I had a lot of time. I was like very sad and depressed. We went through eight seasons and. Three and a half months. Yeah, I mean, we crushed Game yeah. of Thrones, and it's 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 and David Benoff is the biggest UFC fan, so they invited me to go to set, oh, to watch filming for next season. But it, I had the Ultimate Fighter show; it screwed me. Dang. I didn't get to go. So uh, here's my deal, and I met Amanda Pete, who's married to him, and. Uh, she was telling me anytime I'm invited to the Game of Thrones set, here's my deal. Mm-hmm. Got a few little ish things here with Game of Thrones. Okay. Greatest show ever. Yeah. I don't. I've been called a Joffrey sympathizer because because I was on the internet when I first started, and I said, okay, the kid's crazy, right? But. How would you expect a 15-year-old kid yeah. who 
who is the king of the world to act. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and everybody thinks that it's crazy that I, I don't think the kid's just a terrible, terrible person. He's terrible. Yeah. But I kind of see where he could be terrible. Because I know if I was the president or the king at 15, what yeah. I, I'd be pretty crazy too. Yeah. You know? I think Ramsey was just a fucking horrible guy. I hated that. <laughs> That's what you sent me. That's what you sent me. When I was like, when I first started watching, I was like, dang, this Joffrey dude's crazy. You were like, dude, wait until you get to him. Yeah, man. I got some <laughs> like, wait until you get to this dude. And I was like, is he bad? You're like, he's the absolute worst. You've never seen a character worse than this guy. Um, I, I'm interested to see, I'm interested to see how this is going to play out. You know, because this whole... This whole uh, White Walkers and these uh, the Night King mm. having a dragon and all this other stuff. The White Walkers they can't cross the the water. Yeah. Why not just go? Yeah. Why not just go to uh, where the Greystone are from? Mm-hmm. Why not just go there? Yeah. Why not just go and stay there? And they can't get to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Go and start a new life there. Forget King's Landing. Yeah. But Cersei loves King's Landing. Everybody loves And she's the best. Yeah. Cersei's the best. She's yeah. so beautiful. And she, she's so great. Ah, oh, man. I can't wait until next year. I'm already halfway through it again. I'm on my second go-round. Oh, halfway okay. so through you, Game of Thrones. Just to, I doubled back. I'm in season okay. four. Okay. I'm in season four. Right on. Right on. I've, uh, I have a theory about mm-hmm. it, too. I think that, um, I think that the White Walkers are going to win. It, in typical game no of those fashion, way. I no think because it, it's gonna be, it's gonna basically be like a reset for the world, and that's basically how you know we all got here. After the the Night King wipes everyone out, he's good. He's like Thanos. He gets to rest. It's like yeah, that's it. And then the world starts again. I just because Game of Thrones never lets the heroes really win. If you think about it, like remember Ned Stark when we met him, I was like, yo, I'm about to see this guy for this seven seasons. Gone. I like the Red Wedding. Oh man, that would hurt me. Every time you love someone, the red wedding hurt me. That, I started learning that. Like I was like, I was like, I, I'm not gonna even fucking care about anybody anymore. Yeah. <laughs> once, the red, once the red wedding happened, I was like, okay, I'm just not gonna fucking care about anybody anymore because the moment you start caring about them, you, you, they die. Yep. Right? Because they killed the mom and then they killed Rob. The the fucking they killed Rob. You know, the young baby, wolf and baby mother. They, they killed his his wife and then. Stabbed him. Yo, baby. whenever, uh, whenever, uh, whenever the boy was about to win, little finger, oh, Lord yeah. Baelish, yeah, Lord Baelish was about to win, and then they got him, and I was like, I kind of was like, okay, I get it, yeah. you know, dude's a fucking scumbag, yeah. but okay, but now I know I'm kind of like, I kind of like, I'm help, I'm kind of like making the case for the village, Peter Baelish, he's a nobody. Yeah, he's from poverty. Look at what all of his conniving, sniveling shit has done for him. He became a made man. Yeah, that's you true. know. So it's like, God dang, man. I wonder what's gonna happen with that punk ass Samuel Tarlito. Oh, Samuel smart. Yeah, he's a smart guy, man. Samuel's smart guy. I think yeah, Sam's character arc is. I'm glad it changed though because boy, that was horror. I hated him in the beginning. Yeah. I was like, look at this dude, man. But you needed that kind of guy to get. Why away would from you need that dude man? for the levity? For the to, so you don't have all this heavy like you needed like the large. <laughs> I didn't dude, like, like that dude, man. He was so coward and scared. He was beating him with the sticks. 
I was like, look at this dude, man. I was like, what the fuck is he doing? So is your favorite character, who's your, your favorite character of the whole series would be? Favorite character of the whole series. I like Tyrion Lannister. He's a pretty cool guy. I actually like Tywin Lannister. Oh, okay. Because Tywin Lannister was just kind of trying to protect his family. Yeah. It's a bad guy, though. Sometimes you got to do bad things to protect your family. Yeah. Everybody likes Jon Snow. Yeah. I think I might like... I like Daenerys. Yeah. I like Daenerys. I mean, I'm trying not to be like what everybody else is, you know? Yeah, okay. I like uh, the guy that runs around with Tyrion. I can't remember his name. Bronn. Bronn. Kind of like him a little bit. Arya yeah. Stark's story is pretty good. It's crazy the shit she went through yeah I think I'll probably go with Bronn okay mine yeah. is uh, Jamie Lannister you like Jamie? Kingslayer <laughs> yeah but the Kingslayer like and then people give me shit for that too I'm like he's not bad anymore he's not he was like, yeah. in the beginning he's he terrible. was horrible, yeah, he's dog. terrible. Like, but he can change yeah. people can change yeah. and nobody wants to believe it but I'm like he's not as bad anymore but People give me shit for that too. They're yeah, like, you just like root for the bad guy. I'm like, yeah. I'm not rooting for the bad guy. I'm saying he's not as bad as he was. Yeah. So, my wife likes it. She hates Cersei though. She thinks she is the absolute worst. Isn't it great though? Right? Like, in the beginning, Cersei was the villain, mm-hmm. right? And then all these people came. Stannis Baratheon, Euron Greyjoy, uh, that priest dude. That oh, priest dude was horrible. The, uh, the high, the high guard. The high, the high priest was horrible. Yeah, Him and his man. The dude was the worst. Ramsey was the worst. The Night King, right? Through all that, all these people that you just go, oh, I can't stand this person. I can't stand this person. Cersei's always kind of been the bad guy, regardless. Even when the world is under this crazy threat she's still the worst that they yeah. get right she's like let's let them all go kill each other yeah and we'll just stay here she has always been the worst yeah and she's just like shame she when did. she told that lady when when when, when the fucking when the, the the mountain was gonna rape that lady and Cersei walked out going shame shame I was like oh she's a bad person mm-hmm. she's really really bad yeah because they did her dirty but the She's bad. She's bad. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it next year. I'm excited, man. I'm excited, but sad at the same time because I know that uh, I know that it's over. Yeah, dude. That's bittersweet. But they got a couple more that uh, they're in pre pre ad. They got some prequel coming. It's not going to be the same, though. No. Because the characters have to change. Yeah, it's like a prequel to the wild. You know who I don't like all that much, though? I don't like the the, the guy that looks through the trees, Bran. Oh. I don't yeah. know about that dude, man. Yeah. Or maybe I just don't understand his story as well as I need to. I think his big moment comes next year, right? Because I'm like, what is going on? He's he's the bridge between like old and now the White Walkers and like current. So I think he's like uh, Doctor Strange. You know, he sees scenarios. I didn't like, like Doctor Strange initially, but dude, so Doctor Strange, he's War. dope. Uh, Doctor Strange is so dope. So hard in Infinity War. I was like, look at this dude, man. I was like, when did Doctor Strange become so cool? Yeah. And my son's like, he's so cool. Yeah. I didn't think he, I was like, dang, Doctor Strange goes on. <laughs> Doctor Strange was the man in Infinity Wars. Yeah. I was like, damn, this dude's nice. Well, shit, man. Yeah. I appreciate you sitting down Jay with us. Man. And, and uh, you guys can find him at uh, DC underscore MMA on all social platforms. Yep. Give the dude a follow. Awesome follow. Awesome dude. Looking forward to seeing you in the future. My man, my Jay. Brother. Appreciate you. Man.